yeah, you already know what it is, Off The Dome starts now. What's up everybody, welcome back to OTD, before we get this episode rolling, I just wanted to say, subscribe to the channel, check out our iTunes page, check out the TuneIn page, all those links and such can be found in the description down below. Leave us a like, leave us a comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at OTD underscore podcast. We'll be tweeting out random stuff throughout the day. And with that, let's jump right into the episode. Hey, welcome back to Off the Dome. Uh, I'm Lewis. You can call me Sweet Lou. Guys? I'm Young Chocolate. You can call me Young Chocolate. Hey, man, listen. (laughs) Y'all know who we are. Y'all know what we do. That's, yeah, but it'd be rude not to you guys know yourself, what, right? Um, look, man, the three people that listen to the show—they know our voices already. <laughs> they know who we are. They know Hello, who we all are. Three of you. So, hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we had a whole show planned today. Um, um, but we've been talking about some policies, and specifically, right now, we're talking about. Uh, the border wall and immigration as a whole and and which is more important to tackle yeah and this came this came from the point of view of someone that's not doesn't really care one way or another he's not leaning one way or another he's just which is eric and he's you know he's about to jump on right now but um it's more of a of a hate I don't like the the current dude. I don't care about whether it would be it would be red, whether it's blue. I just don't like this dude. Uh, and it's not that I don't like him like you know at all. Like no, no way. Like just yo, if you if you're doing good things, great. But the bad things, I don't like him. So it's really coming from a right. from a, a, a gray area, I would say, right? So with that though, you mentioned. Why the hell, and both of you guys mentioned, why the hell are we spending money or resources and time on this wall thing uh, when we could be, you know, Eric mentioned, yo, it's a gun control and all this other crap and whatever, whatever, and like, there's well, a bunch you, of shit going on in here. Most most of your fucking terrorist, terrorist attack is from niggas in here. It's not from yeah. niggas that come from outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know what the what I'm thing saying? is, well, we have, a, we have a way of, I mean, well, every country uh, does it, right? They, you have to have like a boogeyman yeah, an escape that you blame shit on. Yeah, a scapegoat. But like when it comes to terrorism, the scapegoat is usually, you know, you look for, for something. I mean, it's, it's worked throughout history. I'm not going to fucking pretend that we haven't already been doing that. I mean, legit Saddam Hussein was was the biggest scapegoat because they blame 9-11 on that shit. And no one from Iraq was even on the fucking planes. So, yeah, but 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 here's the thing. That's just how yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. But yeah, no, I feel it. But what I'm saying is, uh, brother, look into look into your domestic things first before you look internationally. Before you start even putting embargoes on other countries because of whatever the fuck you got going on with them, or whatever they're trying to. Um, You're thinking tariffs, sir? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was putting tariffs, and he was like, well, he was also doing bans. Yeah, like doing bans, and <laughs> yeah, he was banning Muslim countries and shit. Like, come on, dude, 
look, I look here that. first. Right. Start with your movie. fucking. Start with your number one, bro. We've been the center of the fucking world, center of attention of the world for years and for centuries. You understand what I'm saying? You can't even fucking tackle um, things like healthcare here. You mean to tell me we're the biggest country in the fucking world where the most people everywhere part of the world come to United States of America. You mean to tell me that you still nigga a small ass country like fucking Canada that hasn't. Well, how how old is Canada? A hundred years old? Yeah, yeah. It's it, no, no, but it's it's younger. It's, uh, it's, it's a younger, it's younger, it's a younger and fucking country than us. Yeah, younger and smaller. Way smaller. Yeah. And you, they have free health care. But you mean to tell me the I, I understand we live in a capitalist society. Well, I mean, I would I would argue. So U.S. politics has m- basically made it like capitalism and socialism are political ideologies and they're not. You can have, a, a you know, having universal health care doesn't mean you're automatically socialist. Right. Like, like I wouldn't consider Canada a socialist country. I, w- I would argue that they're very no, much, think, you know, driven by capitalism. They just have, you know, higher taxes and, and and stuff. It's not like they're limiting people to like a house and two cars. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's social. So the way that the right throws the message is, hey, they're going to start with healthcare and then we're going to become socialist. So that's the message, man. They're saying it's not that just healthcare is going to be socialism. It's just that, Hey man, you guys don't know, but they're going to start with, they're going to start with, with, with healthcare. And eventually we're all going to be socialists. Right. So it's kind of like the, like right. you said, the boogeyman, right, right, right? right? Like scaring people into like, yo, you pick this dude. Yeah, it's like when you, happen. when you spew shit into the world, right. People's like that's, brains, that's, 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 that's how they're going to think. That's, yeah, that's their that's their thing. In in on the other side, the 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 left side also does has their scare tactic, right? Like, yo, if you you put this guy in, every, all the money's gonna go to them. No money's gonna go to you at right. all, zero. So that happens. Too, you know, what I mean, they they have the scary tactics too. But yeah, what's the right, what's the right and the left winged? I don't understand that term. Left left is Democrats. Right is is Republicans. Republicans. Right. If you want to, if, that, if that's if you want to go by modern terms, if you want to go back to the start of it, which is why this is, which is why Democrats have become the boogeyman for, for like middle-aged white people, it, it's back in the day, left meant socialists or communists and right was capitalism and democracy. So that's way back in the day. I'm talking like iron, the iron curtain days, like back in like the 1950s. And yeah. that slowly started transitioning yeah, just, into, yes, but people who are blue or and tend to be more left-leaning are more progressive and right is more conservative. And then that's how we got to where we are today. So the definition is very different yeah, nowadays just, than it used to be. Yeah, but just to clear it up, is they're not left-right. They're Both parties are center parties. They're just lean oh, left yeah, yeah. and right. There is a leftist party. There is a right party. But the Democrat Republican, they they're both center parties. They just lean left, lean right type of thing. But um, so they're not very like they're not off from each other. But I was thinking about the healthcare thing, right? And I was thinking about this morning because when we were at work, um, 
I don't know if you saw this, um, Lou, but like oh, Andrea was no Andrea was in, in well, yeah, that right. Although the, those emails that Hazel was the, was sending, and Andrea was in her office for like an hour, and I'm like, dude, I get. Then I kind of figured it out at the end, but like you know how Eric was like, yo, Canada's a much younger, yeah. much smaller uh, country. So typically, the argument is that countries like Canada, Norway, uh, Austria, countries like that, because they're small, you can provide okay. healthcare to everybody. Right. Right. Because there's and because you can control that, right? Once you start getting into the three hundred million, right, then right. you can okay. provide healthcare for everybody. Right. So that's that's the argument, right? So I'm I'm one thing that I well, that's the that's the basic argument. Right? What do you have to say? About I that? think that argument would be great if it wasn't for one flaw. And that's that the healthcare isn't necessarily free. That's why it's not called free healthcare. It's called universal healthcare. Uh, you pay taxes on that, right? Mm -hmm. Now the taxes come out to much less than the premiums mm -hmm. of a private, you know, insurance, which is what a lot of people don't realize that even if you paid taxes on it, it would still come out to a lot less, right? And I think that's something candidates could do if they wanted to, but whatever, I'm not gonna get into that. Like try to explain that to people, but again that's not my the point is i think the more people you have yes it's more expensive but you're also collecting taxes for more people so so, so what happens is so it, it it balances right except that if you're and here's here's the here's the i guess like they're between a rock and a hard place you're not really collecting much taxes from the bottom parts right so from the people that are usually in welfare, you're not really collecting much taxes, right? right. Anybody that's making less than, than 40,000 a year, you're not really collecting much taxes from them. At the end of the year, you're giving them back taxes too. Um, so you're not collecting much taxes. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then th the second thing is I'm already collecting taxes from them. Why do I have to give them healthcare? What do you mean? I'm already collecting taxes. I'm collecting taxes now without giving them universal health right, care. Right, right. No, but the, no, it's not It's not just flat taxes. So, like, if the U.S. adopted that, it's not like your taxes stay the no, same. No, 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 no. I know how how it can work. There's five or yeah, six well, I mean, different yeah, ways. That ways. But what I'm saying is you can increase taxes to pay for health care, but their argument is going to be, yeah, dude, but I'm already collecting taxes and I'm not giving right, them health care. Right. So, so, so they're going to, they can give you that argument, right? They could also give you the argument of, well, I'm not really getting much taxes from people that are making 20 grand. Like those guys end up typically not paying right. much taxes. Mm -hmm. The, 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 the mom that has five kids is claiming all of them. So I'm not taking much taxes from her at the end of the, of the, you know, at the end of all this. Um, another thing is with 300 million people, healthcare does get expensive right because it's like like we said it's not free like doctors aren't working for right. free hospitals aren't running for free so so you're not so you're not you can't just think of like think of think of every time you've gone to the hospital right or you've gone to the doctor think of how many people are in there right so not only do you have to take care of those people but after those people leave 
you have to hire a call center full of people just to fill those claims out. And right now those claims are taking a year to fill out because they're backed up. So those are all employees that you're paying, but you're not, you're not getting the money that you were getting, that you were once getting right. United is getting right. money from us every month, every week, every check. Right. And with that money, they can pay all these people to do the, to do, to do the claims and to pick up the phone when we have an issue and to resolve those issues. So there, yes, yeah, but I would say you have you'd have you'd have less problems overall because the biggest problems with insurances right now, um, is the fact that your insurance provider is gonna pay whatever they want to pay, and then the hospital is gonna has to take your copay, and then the hos so the hospital will send a bill for whatever the fuck they think it costs. That that's it's a, not that's, regulated. That's a that's not the biggest problem. That's a problem. Yeah. So that's I I would say that's one of the biggest things backing up insurances the fact that it's not regulated that you know a, a hospital can say oh it's it's sixty thousand dollars for an mri and then yeah. the, and then the insurance is like well no i'm gonna pay 200 and then the hospital's yeah. like no i need four thousand yeah no no we know i know i know but that, that's that's, that's fucking so, backing everything up that's one of the things that backs it up yeah that's one of the things that backs it up but because the reality is that they don't want to deal with that shit either because it's self-regulated in a way right right hospitals and doctors don't want to deal with that shit either so they're not going to send mris for six thousand dollars because they don't want to go back and forth so they kind of say you know what industry you know it looks like it's about 400 bucks so we'll do 400 right. and those those services start getting approved right the ones that they get issues with is when you go in and you say hey i have the flu and i have a cough and they go, well, we need x-rays and we need an MRI and we need to do a flu test and we need to do uh, and we need to do renal test and we need to do this. And then the insurance is like, yo, do you really have to make all those tests? Yeah. That's when it gets, that's when it gets fuzzy. But I was thinking about that shit too. Man. I was like, yo, it's a lot of people, man. And that's a lot of jobs that in a sense we're cutting off. If all of a sudden we don't have United and Cigna and Blue Cross. That's a lot of people that are going to be looking for jobs. Jobless. But this is what I'm going to say. They don't. This is what this is how. Well, this is this would be my solution to it. If if I had to make a law to do a healthcare reform, I would make certain things. Um. Let's say stitches or, um, you know. I'm going in for a cough or whatever, fever, whatever the fuck is going on, right? Minor, minor, not non-serious, non-life-threatening things. I would make it free and accessible to everyone. The minor things. And then you just use healthcare, you know, United and Stay Well and all these fucking okay. other uh, big companies that provide these services. You, you go through them to be able to have a procedure done or to be able to have yeah um, so you, i need uh, a new heart yeah you, or, you, know, you do like a name. you'll do like um like a like a like an obamacare where he type yeah where he was like okay well women preventive care you know when you go do your your yearly exam and you do this and you do that and you do that's free that's we're not charging for that um, right um, but you know or not year I, I mean i would do it you know all year yeah, round like, you know but free 
gonorrhea checks for you know for all this shit for all you know, this you know what's a big issue you know I mean? is that the way that this the insurances have it set up you can run out of money and it, when it's time for you to like do a procedure or have something done or whatever the case is you can run out of money type of shit yeah where they can be like hey listen your insurance doesn't cover that or you ran out of money yeah, and it's typically fuck. like the big ones right like fucking serious ones so yeah. you could right another but another thing that i would argue right is most people do have health care in this country right because the majority of the people get health care through their employers right and the majority of the right. people are employed so they'll get healthcare through the employers. And then there's a big chunk of people that are the older people that they get like the Medicaid and the Medicare and they're already retired and all that other bullshit, which we should do. So, you know, it, we're, 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 we're insured. Things, it's just that, you know, some people might not be too insured or, or they might not be well insured is what I mean. Right. But like, I feel like, um, like for example, like people on the street, Bro, there's no city in America should have that. People, that type of poor shit. Like, people sleeping on the bridges, people sleeping on... Bro, look, how, look at, for example, New York. Yeah. What's happening right now. So, they're they're upping the transit, the metro transit yeah. over there, yeah. right? Now, I see terminal yeah. and shit. Upping the transit because they're, they supposedly want to make uh, the trains safer and you know, cleaner or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of you, you have these people who don't have, they don't have where to go. Yeah. They don't have where to sleep. They don't have where to shower. Yeah. Right. And all they do is ride these trains yeah. all night long to be able to sleep. Bring all, They bring all their shit in there. You know, it's sad to say, you know, these people are homeless people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel that, yo, we're at, we're at an age of time that you have shit, you know, modern shit to do whatever, to order something from home. Hey, yeah. bring me this or, you know, oh, the next. why can't there, why can't there be some sort of something for these people, a law for these people or, or you're thinking of a homeless shelter. I don't know. Something. <laughs> there has to be something done for these people. They feed them. They, you know, give them free health care uh, and shelter. I mean, for... it, that's kind of <laughs> happening. No, not a homeless, something better than the homeless shelter. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, here's the rea- here's the reality. Here's the reality. If you, most of those people, they're not homeless because they don't have money. Most of those right. people are homeless because because they're sick. So they're either mentally ill, or they have an addiction, or they went through an addiction. But it's not because yeah, it's not because they can't get up and, and and get a job. It's not like they're like, man, I've been trying to get a job and I haven't gotten hired and I ended up not paying my rent. Like most of I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a slippery slope. I mean, you definitely go into homelessness by the things Carlos says. Getting out of homelessness is a completely different thing. Right. But like mo- if you're homeless at one point in your life, it's because of one of those situations, right? Like. No, no one just ends up homeless with no support. Yeah, and and, no and, and and what he says ends up right because like we've all known people, we've all known people that have gone homeless because of those situations because they don't have a job because their wife left. Right, right. What I can tell you is, 
none of us know anyone that stayed homeless because of that. Right. Because you, 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 you know, you crash on someone's couch or, or you ask someone for money or whatever and you, you figure it out. Even in the street. I knew people in AT&T. I knew two people in AT&T that got divorced. Wife took everything. They have brought one of them brought a girl from I don't know where, but she took everything. I think brought a girl from Colombia, some shit like that. Um, and another dude, his wife broke up with him or whatever. And both of those dudes were sleeping. One dude was sleeping in his car, and the other dude was sleeping in the in the street in the bench. But w- what ended up happening was he got a job. He got a job, and next thing you know, hey, listen, man, I got a job. Next thing I did. I got a, I got a hotel. I got a motel. I was staying in the motel. It was a trashy motel, but I was staying in the motel. I was able to get an efficiency and little by little, they got out of it. Right. But those are people that have a safe environment that have a, 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 a working uh, mechanism. I was right. Mind, body, spirit, everything is working. And they're like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to get there. But the dudes that are, that are sick and that have a sickness and that have an addiction, those who ain't getting out no yeah it's it's hard and again you gotta remember like a lot of homeless people that are trying to get out of being homeless uh are have that have an excuse which is a valid excuse right which is yeah but how do i get prepared for an interview if i don't have clothes how do i take a shower if i don't have a property how do i fill out an application if i can't put anywhere that i live and for you to end up in a situation where you have literally no, like everyone was like, you know what? I fucking give up. You know, it, it's not like, it's not like everyone in your life, literally everyone, your friends, your family, everyone is just going to go one day and go, you know what? You're on your own like that. And it, if it does happen, it's not, it's not a common thing. No, but here's the thing. Put, let's say that that is the case. Let's say that the person doesn't have any family, right? Let, don't put it in, you know, nothing that's out of their control, right? those people right that are okay in the head that say how do i put an address how do i how do i those people those are the people that you find in homeless shelters because those people do stay in homeless shelters and they do use that as an address and they do they do take a shower and they do speak with the social worker at the homeless shelter and go and get jobs and go and get applications so those are the people that do that right karis one was one of those dudes right but um but it's the ones that you see in the street that refuse to go to homeless shelters that refuse to stay there that that do shit like that those are the ones that have an issue and again homeless shelters are actually remarkably strict more more than you would think right like they do have a drug a lot of not gonna say all of them but a a good amount of them have drug-free policies you got to be in by 6 p.m you got to be out by 5 a.m right it's it's very it's very strict and if i've in my experience, notice anything with homeless people is they don't like rules, right? Like they're not, they're not about the rule life, right? Like, oh, you got to show up at seven. Nah, I, I'm, I'm good. Oh, I have to leave at five. No, I'm good. You know, oh, I can't be doing drugs. I don't know if I want to do that. And that, that, I guess you would say lack of discipline is what, what gets them in trouble. Cause at the end of the day, man, if you like discipline, you're not going to get a job anywhere. And if we're being completely honest, there's tons of jobs that have zero requirements. Like temp agencies are sending dudes who didn't finish high school and they're sending them places. Like yeah. there's there's no excuse really. I, I would say that anyone who says they can't find a job is just not looking hard enough. 
right? I mean, dude, where I work and where you used to work, Eric, yeah. <coughs> at Eminem, you know, it's not like they're like Eminem's requiring college degrees to, yeah. to apply or anything. Temp agencies, like I said, Coz, you'll, you know, the thing, what, what I'm saying yeah, is temp agencies sure. are sending dudes that didn't finish high school out. Some of them. Because temp agencies, they can take anybody because they have they have contracts with everybody. But um, I know, but I'm saying if, if you have a if you have a if you have, you don't trouble have to go to you don't have to go to monster.com, you go to work if you don't want to put in the effort if you go to, to the, go, yeah. you know, to look into it yourself, you can hit up an eight hit up a temp agency. You go to fucking unemployment, they get you a job. Well, yeah, there you go. So if if, you're, if you can't find a job, you're not looking hard enough or you're too picky. They're the OG temp agency <laughs> that's true but at the end of the day if the government can stop paying you unemployment why not right there's a lot of things though that i would i feel like they should work on like for example that child support law that's something well, that they need well, to work that about? on so i, I i'll tell you because i'm on child support for two kids right literally you go to these places so let's say it's like mm-hmm. basically you're suing me because we had children right right? so so let's say i'll I'll give you the example my baby mother right i have two children with her um uh, on the paperwork they she put that they gave her she put that i owe that i didn't pay her i never gave her anything for my children you know, when there was that was all a lie. You know what I mean? Because I would take groceries. I would go to fucking Costco, buy grocery groceries of things, diapers, clothes, all this shit for my son. Okay. My daughter wasn't born yet, but you know, I would take all this shit for basically for them to eat, including her and whoever was living with her at the time. Right. Um, right. you know, not for a guy, but like you know, her, one of her family. I think it's her sisters or. Something. And when I went to court, that they showed, they well, they served me with the paperwork, and I was reading through the paperwork, and it said like, oh, I never gave her anything, you know, I never paid for anything, nothing. Okay. Basically, I gave her and nothing at all. So when I went to court, right? Yeah. They sat us across from each other, and the ju- there was a judge and hmm. an attorney for her. They didn't even have an attorney for me. Okay. A public attorney for her. Um, the judge asked her, oh, um, you know, what the, what she was there for. And, you know, they asked her all the shit that she put on the paperwork, whatever. And then he's like, you know, oh, Mr. Duran, do you have anything to say for yourself? Do you have any documentation, whatever, to provide that? You know, because yeah. I told her, I told the judge, I was like, yeah, that's right. false. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I bought a big ass folder with me. And now my folders, I showed him receipts. I showed them right. money orders. I showed them everything. And they still yeah. fucked me with a back charge. Basically saying that, like, I oh, that was, like, I... Right. It amounted to, like, $8,000. Right. That was just... The total That was just... You know, what I've given her. Son. Me paying... That was, like, your, da- your daughter wasn't born yet. That was just in stuff for my son. No, but I'm saying what she wasn't born, but to stop it, I just I would take 
you know, if she doesn't eat, no, no, I my feel son will, my saying, daughter will The grow. child support was for your son. Because your daughter had wasn't born yet. So, so whatever, it, yeah, so whatever it was that they counted was the stuff for your son. The 8,000 was Case for, for your my son. son. He was like, oh, that, I don't know how he came up with the calculation. Right. So basically, like, oh, they, they didn't add like two months or whatever. And they, you know, they fucked me. Right. They were like, oh, you have two thousand, you owe $4,000 something in arrears. A month. Yeah. Um, And I had to pay like $250 uh, a month. I was like, you know, I felt, I felt like, like the judge was like, you know, I don't really give a fuck what you present at the end of the day. Whatever you present, you could present that you own her house and pay it, pay her mortgage and everything that you do. I'm still going to fuck you at the end of the day. It's her. It's more of defending her and her word than trying to listen to both parties and, you know, coming to a, drawing a conclusion. Like, hey, like, hey, uh, you know, this is what you're going to pay. And this is what you're going to bring. Like, I, I feel like if if we're both supposed to be taking care of this child, we then they should take out money from both parents. You know, if this person is working and I'm working, then if you if yeah. I have to pay two hundred fifty dollars and she has to put a hundred dollars into it or, you know, one twenty five and I'll put one twenty five. No, you know what I mean, we'll make the two fifty. But they don't put they it. They don't that think two fifty is what the kid needs. They think two fifty is what you put you should put in everything else that the kid needs then the mom puts it right he's gonna give you 250 you put the rest but i think that i think that what you were talking about i think what they do i don't know like i know i have a friend that was that was in that but i i think what they do is that they they go this is the percentage that you gotta pay and and they go if you should have been paying that percentage for the last five years let's say the total amount is 250 a month for the last five years and they go what you have given mm -hmm. comes up to 50 a month for the last five years so you still owe 200 yeah 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 i think that's i think that's what they do probably because my friend my friend was doing that my friend was giving her money like uh like every month he was giving the same amount you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like every month just always like okay here 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 and when they went to do the child support i remember that um she did it for some i think she got married and or some shit and then the judge was like yo the only way that some i don't know what the fuck it was but i know that when when he went the judge was like i right, look he's been giving you this much from now on he has to give you this because this is how much he makes so they ended up she ended up getting less than what she was getting before. Mm -hmm. He was giving her, like, say, $500 a month. And then when they went to court, and because you know how child support is like, they deduct that shit like right away type of shit. Yeah, when they went to court, they were like, all right, so like X amount of percent. And then it, what it came out to was 300. Like it came out to less than what he was giving her before. Yeah. So I think, no, I think, I think they add, like, I think they add that shit up and then they go, okay, based on what you have, then this is what you have left over type of shit. I think I don't know. I've never done that shit. Isn't it like ten percent though? I think it's ten percent per child. No, I thought it was ten percent of your of your check of your or whatever oh, you make. Half of my check they take. Word? 
Yeah, nigga, like if if whatever my support is for, that's what they take out of my check. Also, also, I would argue. Well, not argue. I would think that it's that it's out of the growth income. Yeah, it's be it's before it's before it's you before get deduction. So it, it might look like half yeah. the paycheck because <laughs> they're they're taking already. The government's taking seventeen to eighteen percent of your paycheck out. So, so yeah. that's a fifth of your paycheck gone. If they're taking another fifth, you're you're down half. Yeah. So let's say I and can make two thousand dollars, and yeah, for me, and let's say my check is twenty five hundred. They did luck. They luck. They did luck. Everything from there. The one thing though, I th- oh no, it's child support doesn't matter. Because yeah, I was gonna say the one fun. that it, they don't give a fuck. No, what I was gonna say was what what it does is alimony. Like if you have to give alimony, that shit stops the moment that the other person gets married. No. Like if you have if you were paying her alimony, mm-hmm. she gets she gets and she gets married, then your alimony stop stops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the child support, I don't think they give a fuck. No, I think you pay that. The shit, child support you pay that is yeah, you pay, you pay regardless. regardless until the child is eighteen. Oh damn, it's eighteen, son. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's wrong. I think that's my son is eight. Nigga, ten years. Yeah, my nigga. I'm in jail ten for years ten years. Double dose, and then after that, your daughter. How old is your daughter? My daughter is seven. Seven. So you got ten, ten years old. of double dose, and then and then two more years. <laughs> two more years after that. <laughs> Damn, kid. <okay. laughs> All right. So I think this is a good spot to end the episode. Uh, child support bad. <laughs> child support bad. Marriage bad. Taxes bad. Marriage bad. Uh, <laughs> see you guys next time. <laughs>